Hey everyone, and welcome to Scrambling with Dylan Otto, a podcast where the listeners can hear, learn, and laugh about my life in the golf world and other numerous topics with guests on the show. Tune in every week for insight and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto featuring University of Texas golfer Ashley Park. Ashley, welcome. Hi, thank you. Thank you for having me here. Yeah, I was so excited <laughs> to get you on. You know, I love getting both. You know, I have a lot of men on the podcast, but, you know, women play golf mm-hmm. too. And I love, love mm-hmm. whenever women are wanting to come on the podcast. So um, we'll start with the first question. Where are you from and how did you get into the game of golf? Yeah, so I'm from Irvine, California. I was I was born in Pasadena, mm-hmm. but I still I lived in the California area. Um, I basically started I held a club when I was two with by my because my dad gave me the club but I never really picked up the game until I was seven okay um I was just I my dad just started signing up for like this golf camp back Mm -hmm. in my hometown and um yeah I was just playing it for fun um I was I also played soccer too at the Mm -hmm. same time yeah and but like when I became, when I got to like, when I was like 10 years old, that's when I was, my dad was more like, I think you should choose. So I decided to go with golf because mm-hmm. yeah. I thought for me, like for me, I had a better future with it. Of course. Um, because you, there's like so many opportunities with golf, such as like, you know, college. And then um, you could also play for as like, how long is every like how, exactly probably, yeah basically you no yeah so you can, long. oh yeah I mean soccer takes a toll on your body I mean that's, that's yeah. yeah definitely great choice so yeah so that was one of the main reasons why I chose it yeah definitely that's really young you know it's, I mean I know you had a club in your hand at age two but didn't pick it up till seven but still I mean that's mm-hmm. that's really young I mean it's just you you've been in it kind of your whole life um yeah I mean, that's awesome and I mean it's I'm glad that you know that you you kind of evaluated the choice between soccer and golf because like you said I mean 20 even 20 30 years from now you can still go play golf you know even mm-hmm. with, with people and stuff and soccer yeah you just can't really do that yeah <laughs> but, yeah so I mean kind of talk about your high school days and I know you're from Irvine area kind of where'd you go to high mm-hmm. school and kind of what scores were you shooting when you were in high school um, so I went to Sage Hill School. So that's okay. like Newport Beach. It's like a private school. Okay. Um, I was probably shooting like decent scores. Are we talking about like high school golf? Yeah, or, just high school golf. Oh, yeah, high school golf. yeah, we'll get yeah, into the so, junior golf. Yeah. Okay. So high school golf, it was around probably even or better, I would say. Awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was pretty good. I had yeah. a pretty good season for high school. Definitely. And were you guys were you know were you ladies just nine holes or was it eighteen or kind of mixed? Yeah. So um, our matches, so our local matches were nine holes, and gotcha. then once we got to CIF and mm-hmm. stuff like that, it became eighteen. Gotcha. Gotcha. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. definitely and you know kind of like you said you kind of touched maybe your junior golf a little bit I'm sure you played for you know numerous organizations down in Southern California yeah. maybe traveled around a little bit kind of talk about what your junior mm-hmm. golf career was like um it was pretty unique like I played 
I started playing the local, like the SCPJ Junior Tour. Oh yeah. When I was like, I started out when I was like nine. Wow. And then when I got to ten, I when I was 10 became 10 years old my dad moved me up to the 12 to 14 division oh no kidding oh wow yeah so basically I was the really young one in that division he (laughs) thought I could play 18 holes and play with the bigger girls and so with that I and then that same year Mm -hmm. I got I placed a certain placing, I think top three for the points list. And gotcha. 12 to 14. And then I got my Toyota Tour card. Uh-huh. So I was playing, I started playing Toyota Tour as a 10 year old. No kidding. Wow. Yeah. So that was, it was really fun. Um, and I was just super young then. And then I played Toyota Tour for a couple of years. Uh-huh. And then I, once I turned, uh, I think 12, I, once I turned 12, I started playing AJDA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I played a lot of like in the beginning I was playing more local agencies but then mm-hmm. once I got older I started traveling around of course um like I would go play in the east like say it's like Pennsylvania or Kentucky wow. and like it was fun it was fun to travel a lot um yeah so most once I got near like like 15 to 18 I started playing more like bigger amateur events mm-hmm. and then AJJs as well yeah um yeah definitely and when it's nice that you're able to travel because I mean obviously those AJJs just any tournament where you got to travel mm-hmm. it's you know it costs a lot of money and you know it's but it's nice that you're able to kind of get that kind of experience because I'm sure you wanted you had goals to play college golf and I mean mm-hmm. it, it's just a great glimpse of what your future would be like when you got to you know when you got to college yeah so yeah that's Oh, definitely the thing and then what's also was our family my family did was that we would drive to our tournaments so we oh, would drive yeah. all the way to the east coast and then no we would take kidding. yeah so oh we would my. we did that every summer and we're, we um <laughs> even did this this summer too just to travel like take a road trip basically a golf road trip and uh-huh. then, so we would travel from state to state just playing tournaments no kidding that's so fun no I mean and you're able to do that with your family I mean I'm sure you guys are yeah you, know, you guys were really close before I'm sure you guys got a lot closer on those long trips yeah definitely <laughs> that's funny that's hilarious and I mean I kind of hit I kind of touched on the recruiting process a little bit I mean mm-hmm. you play golf at from such a very young age you know at what point did you start the recruiting process um so coaches didn't really look at me until I was I'd say about 13. Okay um that's really I was yeah so I was uh I wouldn't say it was pretty good back then but you know I guess I had some potential that they saw of course when I was around that age and um but I didn't person I didn't start getting involved in the recruiting process until I was like 16 gotcha um yeah like this there's a story uh, here's a story is like between like when I was 13 and 16 mm-hmm. I had like experienced some kind of uh downfall with golf oh. oh okay so yeah so I um basically just one day I just picked up the club and I, it didn't feel right and mm-hmm. like ever since that day it was when I was like, I'd say about actually like 14. No, I was 14. Okay. And then I, yeah. 
off at the beginning of 2015 I was playing fine mm -hmm. and then later on um that year like my dad got in an accident so oh, he almost wow. um he got a really bad accident so then I wasn't able to like practice that much or like you know focus on golf because I was really worried about him of course and then, yeah. then so then and then after that like something happened with my game and then like I started losing confidence and mm -hmm. for a while because like as a young child I thought I had a lot of a potential mm -hmm. but as when that moment happened where like I just felt very unconfident myself and then I felt like you know my shots were not good enough mm -hmm. and then like I felt more like um just I felt like I wasn't fulfilling myself of course because you have a letting, certain level of golf you want to yeah, play so at I, of course yeah so I thought I was I I really thought about like what people were thinking about me and they're like oh she really messed up like what happened to her you know Mm -hmm. And then, um, so I had that going on for a couple years. And then there was at a point in time where I was like, I really wanted to quit golf because I was just not, no I, kidding. I didn't know how to come back. It's uh -huh. like, I was just at a, such a low point that I didn't know how to come back to wow. where I used to be. Okay. And then. So how'd you happened. find, how'd you find yourself? I mean, I, I mean, now, you know, nowadays the mental game of golf is so important, you know, what, yeah. what, what, what kind of got you going, you know, to get back into the game? My parents never gave up on me. That's like amazing. they, yeah. yeah. So they always, they always helped me and like helped me out and then like provided me so much support to continue playing. Mm -hmm. Even when I'm at my worst, they were like, it's okay, Ashley, you still got it. You still you yeah. have another opportunity. Uh -huh. So they really pushed me to keep playing and never give up. And I think that's one of the most important things I've learned while playing golf is just to never give up. Um, and also another reason why I started playing better was with my swing coach. I, mm -hmm. so, yeah. yeah, so I switched swing coaches when I was around 16, I guess, I think. 16 yeah. and that was to adam porzak adam porzak he's the <laughs> yeah. man yeah. yeah and so with him he started making because before my swing i was my swing was just not um it was all right it wasn't bad but i wasn't confident in it of course um so when i went to adam he helped me gain this confidence in my swing and awesome. then like i was able to actually know learn more about the golf swing mm -hmm. and then my own swing and how like how everything will work for me of with course him. yeah so I think that's what really helped so yeah yeah you know I've had numerous um you know students of Adam Porzak and it you know most of them say what you just said you know there's different parts about their golf swing that kind of works for them and Adam is mm -hmm. really good at focusing on those I mean that's and that's, mm -hmm. and that's just what you need. I mean, whenever any golfer that, you know, loses confidence, if they can find something or change coaches and just find, you know, kind of find themselves with their swing. I mean, that's, yeah. it's, it can do wonders. I mean, it can do wonders for mm -hmm. sure. Definitely. And I mean, so kind of as your high school career was kind of coming to an end, I mean, 
were there a couple colleges that you had been in contact with and that you were kind of really thinking about, you know, going to play for or, you know, what? What's yeah. Cool? So, um, obviously Texas was one of them. Oh yeah, um, of course. Yeah. Um, I, I was talking to a few Pac-12 schools such mm-hmm. as, uh, Cal, Oregon, Arizona. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I was also talking to a couple East schools. Mm-hmm. But more so, I was just leading towards, um, like, Pac-12 or, like, Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just focusing on those schools for the, when I was being recruited. Um, I, like, the, I ha- had, like, the idea of staying in California just because of the weather. Of course, yeah. Because I'm used to it. And Can't Arizona, it. like. I like the dry weather. Like, humidity <laughs> yeah. is just not for me. Yeah. But, like, and then, I don't know, like, with Arizona golf, I, I love Arizona golf. Like, mm-hmm. there's nothing, there's something about it that I just love, and I somehow just can do well in Arizona. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, so, in the end, I just chose Texas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't pass on Texas. I mean, UT has mm-hmm. been, has been known for having amazing both men's and women's programs. I mean, right. that, that had to have been in your mind when you were, you know, picking which school to go to, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so definitely the golf program was in my mind. Yeah. Um, that's why my top two schools are actually, like, Arizona and Texas, mm-hmm. because Arizona, and I think, 2018 they won the NCAA championship right. yeah so that was like one of the reasons why I wanted to go of and course. then Texas I know just I visited Texas in 2018 mm-hmm. 20 yeah 2018 and I really liked the facilities oh and like gosh, the program yeah. it was it was really nice it was really amazing because they had their own golf course and their own like facility like the team has their own facility on the other Mm -hmm. side of the range and that was super nice yeah I'm the type of person that really likes to practice a lot Uh uh-huh so you really wanted that yeah you really wanted to have Mm -hmm. those you know top of the line facilities Mm -hmm. yeah so I fell in love with the facility yeah that was one of the reasons why I chose it it's amazing you know and plus I've just seen videos of, you know, obviously the facilities and there's, you know, locker mm-hmm. rooms and there's a place for all mm-hmm. you or you know, all you to hang out and everything. I mean, that's it. I mean, it is, I mean, UT is a powerhouse school when it comes to golf. And I mean, they, they definitely don't, they don't take their golf lightly there, whether it be, like you mm-hmm. said, they have their own golf course facilities and everything. I mean, I bet it's just amazing to go to school there and play golf there. That's, that's gotta be awesome. And kind of talk about maybe, you know, your experiences so far at UT. I know you're kind of younger, you know, eligibility wise at mm-hmm. UT, but you kind of, what, what comes along with being a golfer at UT, maybe kind of go in, in depth, mm-hmm. what your week looks like and kind of what the ladies like are on the team. Okay. So golfing for UT is really fun. It's, it's both competitive and fun, I would say. Yeah. Um, so our fall schedule, so um, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, we would have classes. Um, we would have classes in the morning and mm-hmm. then we would go to practice in the afternoon. Oh, okay. And then for Tuesday, Thursdays, we would go practice in the morning. Gotcha. And then have class in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then weekends, we usually just have 
we'll either have practice on our own or qualifying. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty good. Um, I like the schedule because also with the weather, it's like more warm. So right. like with, so with the morning practices, it was pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then for our spring schedule, we, all our classes were just in the morning and then we had practice in the afternoon. Oh, okay. Yeah. So your, so your schedule changes depending on the mm-hmm. semester. I got you because I mean, I'm, I know golf plays year round, but there is a semester where you're technically in season and that's, you know, kind of because yeah. you have, you know, postseason and everything else going on as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's interesting. I haven't, haven't had anybody else on that, you know, their schedule changes, you know, from semester oh, okay. to semester. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. I, yeah. That's real interesting. Um, I mean, what, I mean, it's probably pretty intense with i'm sure you guys you know you ladies do a lot of workouts um you know Mm qualifying has got to be seriously intense you know trying to battle for a spot on the team i mean kind of talk about you know what what's it like competing not only in tournaments but within within the team itself well fall semester we didn't have our two uh two of our teammates because they were back in europe so we didn't have any qualifying in the first semester actually so because there's only the five of us Uh uh-huh yeah so you had to yeah you got to roll with what you got Mm -hmm. so yeah so that was that so I didn't experience any qualifying or anything Mm -hmm. um but coming to the spring semester yeah the qualifying got a little tougher Mm -hmm. um there's for our first tournament we had a qualifying and um I didn't I honestly, at the beginning, I was pretty nervous because I was like, oh, this is like my first time. This is it. Oh, yeah. I really want to make it, though. So it was it was fun because our the the team is just like super chill. We're not too competitive with one another. Gotcha. Um, So that was that's what made it nice. And then so also the thing is, like, when you play the qualifying, you want to be competitive, but at the same time, it's just golf and you just mm-hmm. want to play for yourself. So that's what another thing I realized. And yeah. And then for, and then when you just don't make it on the team, it's fine. Like you could still work on yourself and of stuff course. like that. Um, so yeah. But being honest, we didn't have that much qualifying or the spring season as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because of the tournaments mm-hmm. and then my coach would choose based on this he doesn't really usually do this but based on our results he would choose the team on the base like gotcha that. of course yeah yeah with your tournament mm-hmm. results I mean that's I mean you got I mean you ladies had a great year last year I mean you competed in 11 mm-hmm. tournaments including your regionals and nationals and I mean you never mm-hmm. finished I think your worst finish was 10th in one tournament but other than that it was all top fives I mean you you ladies were placing super high on every tournament yeah that's that's got to be super exciting not only for yourself but for the team as well because Mm -hmm. I mean you're so young yourself those experiences you're getting I mean those are just going to be so beneficial for you you know as you progress through your years in college golf Mm -hmm. yeah the one really special moment was when we played in Arizona at nationals. At the, well, yeah. No, well, no, it was, that was also another special moment, but the tournament that we won. Oh yeah. Got um, you. Okay. Yeah. The one at Tawilo, that was very special because at that tournament, like I really 
had no I didn't have that much expectations mm-hmm. because I the I got into the lineup because me and my other two teammates we were the fighting for the last spot basically gotcha. and I mean the last qualifying round that we he, my coach put us all three of us in like a qual- the last qualifying round mm-hmm. and um I didn't win the qualifying round um okay. I took I basically me and my other teammate we tied for like the second place and then mm-hmm. my other teammate play uh shot like two strokes better than us mm-hmm. but my coach chose me in the end because of my past results that gotcha. I because I was able to believe that I was able to shoot under mm-hmm. par. And so when we went to Arizona, we were, we won by a lot. Yeah. Like, that was a good choice. Strokes, <laughs> like, yeah. And then the fact is that he, I was able to shoot five under in the last round. And then that was able yeah. to help our team our lot. And I, I don't know, I was just really proud of the team but I was also really proud of myself because I proved myself that I am part of this team that I belong here Mm -hmm. and then that I can do just as much as the other teammates can and if not a lot more than I believed that I could yeah, definitely. I, I was just able to prove my, to myself that I could do it, you know? Of course. One, I mean, to go out there and, you know, to shoot, you know, five under in the last round like that, when, mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, you didn't, you, you know, you hadn't qualified for the spot, but yet your past results spoke for itself because once you get in tournament play, that's a totally different story. And I mean, yeah. you going out there shooting five under and, you know, winning by a large margin in that tournament. I mean, that it, it just, it's going to give you that much more confidence in your game. And I mean, mm-hmm. not only, I mean, not only do you know that you're a great player, but I mean, you proved it in that tournament. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and I mean, I, I'd like to, you know, kind of talk about, you know, you, you compete at national championship, you know, mm-hmm. you're so young, kind of talk about, you know, what were the feelings like when, when all you ladies got to the nationals and, you know, stepped on that first tee, they hit your first shot. I mean, what, what was it like? Well, okay, here's the thing. So, like, during Nationals, um, I was not feeling good. Okay. I I got sick for some reason. It wasn't COVID or anything. Oh, yeah, no, no, no COVID. Because I tested negative. I tested negative for that. It was, um, I was just, I was having, like, this very big stomach ache and things gotcha. like that. So, mm-hmm. I was just, like, basically, it was just, like, a stomach ache and headache. Mm-hmm. And, um. I played the first round and I did not play very well. Um, and then my coach was about to, well, was thinking about to sub me out because I was just not feeling that well. Gotcha. But um, he still stuck with me and he still, he had faith in me that I could still do well for the team. And he, when he said that, I told myself that you, I told myself basically, okay, Ashley, this is nothing. You're mm-hmm. playing at, the national championships the NCAA the thing you've always wanted to play in ever since you were little right you got this like this this is the first round is done your team is still in it you're still in it and you still got this so exactly I told myself that and yeah I did I did I didn't do too bad for the last the remaining rounds and it was very fun and then once we got to the match play oh that was 
that was pretty that was really something yeah um, something I've never experienced before and I feel like a lot of players have not really been in my position either uh-huh. um, because so when we were at the match play we were against Ole Miss and mm-hmm. um, basically two of my so two of my teammates already won their matches mm-hmm. and one lost and so I was going through my match I was like two up until the last three holes and the girl I played against birdied like two out of three of them Mm-hmm. so we had to move on to play extra holes and mm-hmm. I saw my other teammate Caitlin Papp mm-hmm. she was playing extra holes too oh, wow. so we kept playing 10 and 18 and so we played 10 and we tied and then we went to 18 and I was watching my teammate I was watching Caitlin and I was hoping she would win you know because she's Caitlin Papp she's one of the best yeah. amateur golfers in the world exactly she was against some girl that you know i didn't think was one of the best Mm -hmm. so i thought i had a feeling that kaylin would win yeah but on 18 i see what's going on and then all of a sudden i see my kaylin and she's not like i don't think she's too happy the team was just like trying to cheer her up so Mm -hmm. i thought okay yeah and then old miss was cheering aloud loud yeah I thought, okay, we lost. So it's now on me, basically. Yeah. And so, yeah, so we played 18 and then 10 and then I lost. There was just, it was just exciting to have all the cameras watch me. Oh, the I cameras bet. were right behind me. I and bet. then I've never had that feeling of being on TV where, and then there's like a lot of, there's, not only was there a lot of people just watching like around, like near the on the hole, of but there's just I there's people also watching on TV. Yeah. And then I was yeah. just like, oh my God, this is so surreal. Like, what is going on? Uh-huh. We're gonna take a quick break to get a word in from our sponsors. Scrambling with Donato is sponsored by our friends over at Future Champions Golf. Future Champions Golf is a leader in junior golf player development, no matter the player's skill level. The amount of opportunity and competition they give junior golfers in numerous states is nothing like I've ever seen. Not only is the competition top-notch, but they always have college coaches in attendance recruiting players. If you want to sign up your junior golfer to be a part of the organization, check them out on Instagram at Future Champions Golf or go to their website at futurechampionsgolf.com. Yeah, it's amazing. Like, I mean, I, I couldn't imagine playing in front of cameras like that, and I've had a couple guys that played at nationals, um, you know, previous years that talk about that experience playing in front of cameras. I mean, it's a totally another, it's a totally another feeling, you know, it's something that you just, I mean, you never experience, you know, just ever. And it's, and it's great that, you know, that golf college golf is starting to get on TV more because, Mm -hmm. you know, know, ladies like yourself and the guys on the men's side, they, they're, they eventually want to go play professional and that's going to be on TV. So it's kind of good prep Mm -hmm. for it. And, I yeah. love I love watching college golf on TV. I remember watching not only ladies nationals but the men's nationals as well, and it mm-hmm. it is so exciting, so exciting. It is. It I is couldn't very... imagine playing. I couldn't imagine <laughs> being you in the playoff that so far into it. And I mean, I, you know, unfortunately, you know, it wasn't the result you guys wanted against Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I mean, knowing that you know, in the end, Ole Miss you know was the team to beat. I mean, that's. I mean, that kind of had to speak volumes. You know that you that you yourself and your team were playing against the best ladies in the world and you made it all the way to match play. I mean, that's a huge accomplishment. It is. Yeah. 
how do you yeah. think, how do you think those experiences you know kind of translating into next year for you ladies I mean how do you guys feel kind of coming in I know you're probably going to be starting school here and you know in about a month mm-hmm. or two and um, you know kind of talk about you know what what do you feel like you know the team's going to be feeling next semester kind of getting it going um so basically we're losing two or three of our team members okay and then we're gaining three more mm-hmm. so it's gonna be kind of the same but also very different mm-hmm. um i'm very excited for this year but like again like i re- i have like a high potential that we can get very far um mm-hmm. we're getting some new very good players mm-hmm. but um i'm not sure yet so yeah well, you're, just, you're gonna be a really young team i mean you'll be a really young mm-hmm. team but the nice thing is, is you'll be good for a while you know what i mean yeah yeah that's the thing with our program is that we always have recruit good players and Mm -hmm. we always have we always give ourselves like good chances to place well in tournaments and the championships Mm-hmm. so yeah when you have I mean it's I mean it, it's UT I mean just like you were saying yeah. whenever you were getting recruited I mean it's like it's hard to pass up on UT anytime whenever you you know mm-hmm. whenever you're in the talk of possibly going to go play for them so I mean yeah you you ladies are going to bring some of the best players to your program and I'm sure that you know you you no matter what that you got you know you ladies are going to do just amazing in your coming years you know I wish you nothing but the best and I think it's going to be super thank super you awesome. Yeah, definitely. Um, kind of, you know, what are some goals maybe you have for yourself, maybe for the remainder of your college career? Is there kind of some accomplishments you have, or you know, kind of mm. some things you plan on kind of reaching? Or, um, so basically, for the rest of my college career, I would love to win at a, a college tournament. Yeah, that's one. What things I really wish to do, and then also win a national title mm-hmm, um, of obviously that's the number one um but yeah so those are basically like the main goals the other goals i wish to have is just to base uh be one of the best amateur golfers i can be of course um i do really want to be like one of the world's best amateur golfers yeah anything and then I want to prove I just want to prove to myself that basically I can I I am a good golfer I just want to prove that to myself you definitely Um, yeah I mean you definitely are I mean you know they they don't just take anybody you know to go play for University mm -hmm. of Texas so you know always always keep that belief in yourself that you know you are you're always going to be a great player and um, I mean, I know there's, uh, I know, you know, golfers go through slumps and everything, but uh, you know, that's maybe that's just kind of something to remember. That's, mm-hmm. I've had some guests on that, you know, they go through a slump and that's something they just tell themselves, you know, just don't forget the, the kind of player you are. Like I had, yeah, exactly. had Isaiah Salindon and that's what he kind of does whenever he, you know, he goes through a little slump is, you know, he just remembers, you know, the kind of player he is and the accomplishments that he, that, you know, mm-hmm. that, that you've had. So um and never forget never forget the kind of player you are you're a great player and um you know I'm super excited to see how not only yourself but the team pans out this next year thank you yeah what um you know what are you know have you thought maybe kind of what you're going to do after college you want to play professional golf kind of give that a go I know you're really young in you know in the eligibility Mm -hmm. eligibility standpoint because COVID and everything throws it all off now but yeah um, you kind of you have any kind of goals for after college 
Um, so uh, I'm more of a as of right now person. Like I gotcha. kind of go with the flow. Uh -huh. um, yeah. I don't. I haven't really thought that far yet. Mm -hmm. um, I know a lot of people always like all. A lot of people have like bigger dream, big dreams that kind of Elia had for their future life. But for me, um, I mean, going pro is like one of the things I really want to do. Mm -hmm. um, it's obviously a goal I have in mind. Um, there is like uh, also like, I mean, like my major is business. So mm -hmm. if golf, the thing is like, you always have to have a plan B. Yes, yes. I think that's what's really important because um, I've seen people without plan b is that it, they just try to go golf and for golf like going pro right. and you know it just doesn't work out all the time you mm -hmm. know there's no guarantee so, oh yeah mm -hmm. there's no guarantee it's it's a really tough field it, for sure mm -hmm. um just being a professional um so i mean like i i'm probably most likely i'm gonna try out to go pro for a couple mm -hmm. years yeah and if i'm gonna see how it goes and then if I'm, let's say, one of the top LPGA players, and obviously I'll stick with it. But, yeah. You know, if, if that doesn't work out, then I probably will go into the business field. I think mm -hmm. I want to work something with golf because of it's course. been with me for my entire life. Yeah. I mean, uh, you have such a passion so for yeah. golf as well. I mean, yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. And I mean, I, I'm glad, you know, you know, you're, you're kind of the person that, you know, you want to be where your feet are. That's kind of a saying I've heard from one of my teammates. And um, I, I think that's great. You know, you got to focus on what is in front of you in college, you know, put the work mm -hmm. in now. And then, I mean, just worry about that stuff later because you can only control what you're doing right now. So I think that's great that that's kind of your main focus right now. Thank you. Definitely. We're kind of heading in the next section of the show. I like to call the ham and egg section. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of for some fun, for, for fun questions to kind of get to know you a little mm -hmm. bit more. Um, so, I mean, I know we kind of talked about nerves a little bit on the golf course, you know, but you know, maybe besides going into match play and everything, is there maybe a, a, you know, a moment that you've been the most nervous on a golf course besides that, or would you say that would be your most nervous? Being in the match play was very nerve-wracking, I would say. Yeah. Like, nothing could be being in the final, being, like, the last match of your team. And, oh, yeah. You know, not only have you have that feeling where you, you're the last match and you know that either if you win, you guys win, you move on, and you mm -hmm. lose, you don't. So you're basically – all eyes are on you. And then mm -hmm. to put that on top of that is the cameras. You know, <laughs> the cameras – yeah. Everyone's watching you. And then like all those people, because I've never seen that much people come onto the golf course just to watch a match. Yeah. I never experienced anything like it. So that was the number one thing that was like very nerve wracking for me. Of course. Um, other times, like obviously you get the nerves on like a tee box, the first tee box because mm -hmm. you're teeing off at a turn. Mm -hmm. um, there's those times, but I guess the, the next thing would be, hmm, I was, <laughs> I would say a playoff in high school is like a CIF. Mm -hmm. um, I tied first, and then I was supposed to go play off with this girl, and I just really, I really wanted to prove myself 
to myself that I, I can do well in playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I just wanted to – I had that, you know, momentum going on where mm-hmm. I was, like, playing pretty well. I played really well that day. Gotcha. But when the playoff happened, I just got too nervous, and mm-hmm. then I didn't play as well as I hoped. Mm-hmm. But I learned a lot from that. Definitely. And, you know, is is there something that maybe now that you do when you maybe get a little, you know, get a little nervous, is there maybe something that you do, maybe your pre-shot routine, or is there kind of something that you rely on to maybe kind of release that, you know, release the pressure and the nerves a little bit? Yeah. So I, I like to tell myself a lot of things. So Mm -hmm. like, um, I like to tell myself that I'm a good golfer, that I know how to hit a drive tr- driver. So it's basically, I know how to hit the golf ball. I know of how course. to hit that. <laughs> yeah, um, of course. I've hit it a ton of times. Like I like to tell myself that, and it just helps me remember that <laughs> I know how to hit it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yep. And then also with the pre-shot routine, um, I go with a four-step process. So it's very, uh, analytical but Mm -hmm. I it helps me a lot focus it helps me focus more on the shot rather focusing on that I'm nervous so it's like I first like I analyze where my ball is at Mm -hmm. um, what kind of lies in or like you know the yardage where's the what's the wind doing Mm -hmm. then I take I then I be like go on and move on to like being aware of like what kind of shot am I trying to play? Of course, factoring the conditions a little probably. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, so that, and then after that, and then I basically, after that, I choose the club mm-hmm. and I have to be, basically, if I, and then basically, if I have to be confident in that club, if mm-hmm. I'm not confident in that club, then I would have to restart, not restart my process, but go back to the previous step. Gotcha. And then I would have to look over the green again, what's the green doing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then after that, then I would have to hit the shot. And then that's how, that really helps me just to like stay in the moment. Um, it doesn't let me, my mind go back and forth, like, or not back and forth, but it doesn't let my mind wander off back into nerves. Gotcha. Because it just helps me focus on what am I supposed to do here right now? Right. It's kind of, you're di- kind of distracting yourself a little bit from the nerves. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. So that's, that's how I deal with my nerves. I, yeah, I basically really like to distract myself. Yeah. And, yeah. That, that's great. And I think not only for, you know, distracting yourself from nerves or anything like that, but just to have that, that kind of pre-shot routine to where you're eva- really evaluating not only the conditions, you know, club selection, but, you know, you brought up, you look at the green, kind of what's the green doing up there. You know, you Mm want to kind of look at where's the best place to be with the pin up there and everything. I'm glad that you Mm -hmm. brought that up. I think that's something I know I didn't really kind of pay attention. It was like, okay, there's a flag slopes right there, kind of hit it right there. You know what I mean? And I didn't really think about Mm -hmm. where the miss would be. So I'm glad that you brought that up. That's great that you do that. (laughs) Thank you. And kind of, new new, with the newly kind of rules and everything with college golfers can get paid you know kind of kind of the brand you know their market their brand and everything I mean what are your thoughts on college golfers being able to market themselves and I mean do you think there's anything you'll change to kind of try and get out there maybe a little bit or kind of just stick to what you're doing I think it's a really cool opportunity for us collegiate athletes to get paid and Mm -hmm. like grow our brands and things like that um 
to be honest, for me, I think I'm just gonna stick with what I do. Yep. Um, I, I mean, like, there is the money part. Like, that's all. That's very enticing and everything. Mm -hmm. But for me, I'm, I'm just like wanting just to golf. Yeah. At the end of the day, you just want to play. You know, you just want to work on your game and play golf at UT. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's those are pretty great. I think I'm like yeah. Basically, I think I have a lot already on my like. Definitely. like at school and then uh-huh. golf and then practice like I think right now well, I'll just go with the flow and you know do things like just practice and then study for right now and if the yeah. opportunity comes I'll obviously take it mm-hmm. but yeah definitely definitely you know it's and there's a lot of unknowns that are going to be coming along with this mm-hmm. I mean I was you know, I was just recording with you know um uh who was I recording with? I was recording with uh, Clay Sieber, plays at Long Beach State. Oh, and, yeah, uh, yeah. He was kind of talking about that a little bit as well. I mean, you know, you just, there's just a lot of things that we don't really know about that yet. And I mean, mm-hmm. who knows? I mean, college universities could just be paying athletes to come to their university where they may not really want to go there, you know? So it might just mm-hmm. be all kind of a money deal now. So it'll be really interesting to see how it all pans out. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, just the next one here. I love asking because I, you know, a couple, you know, I have the junior golfers that listen to the podcast as well. And, and do, you, do you feel like there's something that junior golfers should really maybe focus on maybe in their game, in their golf games or to get to better their chances of getting recruited? Maybe is there some advice you have for them? Mm, I would say basically uh, the number one thing is to never give up. Yeah. You know, if, if anything, if, something doesn't go right for you and you know let's say like you didn't do well in a tournament or you didn't you're not getting recruited by the the coach doesn't seem to want you or anything gotcha yeah there's always opportunities there's always another opportunity there's like if you let's say you play bad in the tournament there's there's the next opportunity there's another opportunity after that you have millions of other opportunities and that's something that I realized when I was growing up, basically, when I was younger, is that it's not the end of the world. It's never the end of the world. I mean, like, there's, you had a bad around in golf. There's people out there who, you know, they're having much worse situations exactly. than you. Exactly. It's, yeah. So at the end of the day, it was just a round of golf. Mm-hmm. That's how exactly. I, I'd like to see that. I would love for younger kids to realize that it's just it's just a round of golf um Mm -hmm. and then for being recruited um have a good have fun with it Mm -hmm. don't be too stressed about it I mean if it like I know a lot of people get stressed about it but you know it's it's a really fun process just enjoy talking to the coaches and see what they have Mm -hmm. um they're really good people. They're all really good people. It's really nice to meet them all and get to know them and get to know the school. Um, Cause not a lot of other students, not a lot of other like normal students get this opportunity. Of course. You know? Yeah, of course. Um, so yeah. Definitely. Just have fun with it. I think that's great advice because I mean, like you said, to go meet all these, you know, these colleges and well, the coaches and then go see all these colleges. I mean, it's so fun going on visits and having, mm-hmm you know, a coach kind of walking you around, taking you places and, you know, just having mm-hmm. that feeling of knowing that they want you to come play for them. I mean, that's one of the yeah. best feelings to get as well. And knowing that they believe in you kind of like what your coach does. I mean, your coach seems to, you know, 
truly believe in the kind of person and golfer you are. So I think that's great. Yeah. I'm glad you brought mm -hmm. that up. Definitely. Kind of, you know, we talked about the most nervous you've been on the golf course. Um, you know, maybe is there the most memorable moment you've had while being on the golf course? Is there something that, you know, that you did, you know, maybe, oh, you won a tournament or something, or maybe you hit mm -hmm. a shot that, you know, you maybe were a little suspicious about, I mean, kind of what's one of the memorable moments you've had while being on the golf course? Hmm. Oh, that's a hard one. Um, I, I'm sure it's, you've played so much golf in your life. I'm sure. Yeah, it's that's to... the thing. There's just so much golf I've played. It's hard to remember everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I can only remember the recent ones, actually. Um, but there's, okay, from this year, there's one tournament I'll never forget. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't even win it or anything. It was just a college tournament, and it was we had a snowstorm in texas oh wow yeah oh, so yeah was, i remember that yeah, yeah i remember that mm -hmm. uh-huh yeah so we had no water no electricity or anything we couldn't go practice or anything right it was it was bad um um but and then we had a tournament that in a couple after that ended we had a tournament in like three two two days oh wow and so none of us we're ready like mm -hmm. we were like okay we're just going out there for like you know just to see how we can like play yeah. and everything of course and the thing is like i didn't make it to the lineup mm -hmm. because my coach was just basing it off of the previous qualifying round right um and this was our second tournament so um he didn't think i he didn't choose me because i didn't play well in the qualifying gotcha um so we went there i played as an individual mm -hmm. and like during my practice round i was like what is golf like what, <laughs> what am i doing here uh, yeah so i didn't know my swing at all i i didn't even have a feel for the putting yeah so i was not ready at all and my coach even knew that because he was looking at me like are you okay <laughs> and i was like i i don't know yeah um so but um i basically just told myself that even without my A game, like if I, even if I'm without my A game, I think I can still play decent. Of course. So first round, I got four over because I don't know, first round was four over. And then we had played 36 in one day. So, mm -hmm. but then the second round, the first hole we, I played I made birdie and then mm -hmm. I made like, I sunk in like a 30 footer oh, and then the next, go. and then, yeah. So then the next hole I made par and then the next hole after that, I sunk in a 40 footer. Oh, let's go. That's your range. Yeah. <laughs> so that was just something I was like, literally, I was just like, okay, my shots are terrible right now, but I'm literally making every putt right now. Yeah. So I was just like happy with that. And then I go back, I continue playing and I make four more birdies. Let's and then go, I, just floodgates <laughs> opened. <laughs> exactly. And then I didn't even reach on every green. I'd say I made like, if I made six, okay, I made six birdies that day. And then I made about five up and down. Mm -hmm. And those putts were ranging from like three feet to like 25 feet. Mm -hmm. I, I my putting was just on that day I shoot four under that day let's go <laughs> so I it was just then after that round I just gained confidence in my putting I'm like I'm literally a great putter right now like yeah. that was that one round that just 
proved to me that the reason why it was most memorable was because it proved I proved to myself that even without like literally my A game, like even with just the C game, because mm-hmm. I felt like I had a C game, yeah. I could still play well. Mm-hmm. And then it was surprising because I literally played the best out of the entire team. Yeah. I like I played the I placed the best and then I played as an individual. Yeah. So I had some of my friends who were just so my friends and my dad's friends and my mom's friends they told me they're like why did your coach put you yeah. in? they're like you oh know? he's gonna think about that again you know <laughs> yeah so that was the re- that was the reason why for the next tournament the one in arizona he chose me because gotcha. based on that result yeah 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 he's gonna put you on in there you know and it's mm-hmm. it's crazy what golf can do like you know we played 36 holes as well division two and i understand mm-hmm. the 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 first round it's like okay that wasn't my greatest, but then you go to the second round and all of a sudden you make a putt or, you know, or you make a string of birdies mm-hmm. and it's just like, all right, here we go. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. The, you know, the different emotions that a golfer can go through. I mean, it, it's crazy, mm-hmm. but I mean, that's, that's golf. That's golf. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. just golf in the end of the day, you know? Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, and I'm sure you, you enjoyed going out there you know, shooting four over, but then yet coming back and then shooting, not only coming back and shooting four under, but then being the lowest out of your whole team. I mean, that's cough. Once again, confidence builder and just, you know, believing mm-hmm. in yourself. That's amazing. Yeah. It really showed me that, you know, cause before, okay, if I'm being honest before I was, I thought I was like, I thought I like, I would never beat like the number one player or I would never beat like our number two or three player, you know? Mm-hmm. I always thought like, you know, like I was always shooting like, okay, fifth player, like I can do that. Like, yeah. I was always shooting for that fifth spot, but knowing that I beat them all, I was like, okay, now I can literally go for like number one. Like of I course. can beat a number one. So yeah, it was, def- it definitely built up my confidence and it, it to- I told myself that, you know, you're one of the best golfers on the team. This is why your coach chose you, you yep. know. Yep. You were, you got this. Yep. It's that's why you're at UT. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You know, we're heading to the last question here. I like to kind of just end it, you know, maybe kind of talk about the people that are supportive of you and everything in you and kind of mm-hmm. just golf. But um, I mean, who's inspired you to be the, to be the person slash golfer you are today? Mm. Very, a lot of it's my parents because, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, they, I've told you before, they, pushed me a lot um and uh so my parents and then my coaches mm-hmm. um my swing coach and my other I uh, basically all all of the coaches that I've had mm-hmm. previously yeah um be- even before Adam um my other swing coaches they've given me so much that it's just you know I can never let that go. You of know? course, of course. I just, it's like they've always worked hard on me. And then, you know, I just tell myself, okay, now you can work hard because they've helped you so much. And, then, mm-hmm. you know, you can only, and then all, yeah. <laughs> Basically, it's just like they've helped me a lot. And then I just want to make them proud, you know? Of course, That's of just, course. Yeah. And it's great um, that you're able to, you know, you're like, you talked about your parents and everything and your coaches being behind you, no matter what, 
your team and everybody else. I mean, they, I know everybody I have on, you know, they, they always say, you know, there's a ton of people they can thank and everything like that. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's great to have that support system though in golf because I mean, you really need it. I mean, you really, really need it in order to play golf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then looking at it, like, I mean, there's also like, I like to listen to stories a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh so like stories about just random people or like anybody about their story about how they've lived their life and what they've done yeah and I like hearing like stories about how they start from very little to going to being one of the most successful people in the world Mm -hmm. and it just shows to me that you know there's always there's always something out there that will help you you know there's always Mm -hmm. like you can never give up even if you have if you even if you're at your lowest point you know there's still something out there that you know you can grasp that it will help you a lot definitely um like basically it's just the opportunity basically mm-hmm. you know yeah there's that always that one opportunity that will be the light yeah it'll be life-changing mm-hmm. definitely you know and i think the listeners out there are going to listen to your story and really, you know, really pull stuff away that, you know, that you're talking about here. You know, I, you know, once again, you know, that'll wrap up this week's episode of scrambling with Delonado featuring Ashley Park. Ashley, thank you so much for coming on. Like I said, you know, your story, that's, that's why I do this podcast is I love hearing everybody's stories. And, you know, I was just really, really excited to get you on and kind of get to know you a little bit and just kind of tell the people about, about you and your story so thank you so much for coming on thank you yeah thank you so much it was so nice meeting you definitely and i you know it was great meeting you and like i said wishing nothing but the best in the future and you know we'll post you on instagram whenever you and ut are getting out there playing this next year in the future years and um you know just once again it was super great getting to know you thank you it was super great getting to know you too i hope i wish you the best as well Thank you. I appreciate that. All righty. Have a good one, everybody. Hey, everyone. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto. Just want to let you guys know I create an Instagram for the podcast called Scrambling Podcast. You can head over there, follow for updates on the episodes, as well as material that I'll be talking about in the episodes like videos or photos. So you can check them out there and get a little more insight on the episodes. Thanks again for listening and have a good one.